I'm Brittany Hardin-Tangway, a manager with KPMG, and I am fascinated by the practice of transfer pricing and its impact on the global market. Join me each episode as I explore the transfer pricing world with specialists who will explain the ins and outs of this niche practice where tax meets economics. As the tax regulation landscape continues to increase in complexity and prioritizes transparency and transfer pricing, compliance exercises for tax departments are becoming more data intensive and burdensome than ever. Our previous episodes asking what is country by country reporting and how do you document transfer pricing highlight just a few of these developments. Once you factor in the surge of transfer pricing audit and controversy activities, along with an onslaught of business disruptions across industries and markets, it can just be so overwhelming. So how should organizations' transfer pricing processes evolve given these never-ending waves of tax and economic disruptions? Are there technologies that can be implemented that enable organizations to keep up with ever-changing tax regulations and reporting requirements? The answers to these questions and more can be found within Operational Transfer Pricing, OTP, which we'll be exploring with our guests, Chris and Vesla. With me today are Chris Schulman, KPMG's National Operational Transfer Pricing Technology Leader, joining us from Phoenix. Hi, Brittany. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm very happy to have you here today, Chris. And Vesla Grozeva, a Transfer Pricing Senior Manager on rotation with Washington National Tax based in Denver. Hi, Brittany. Glad to be here. Thank you both for being here with me. So, Chris, as our National Operational Transfer Pricing Technology Leader, will you tell us what Operational Transfer Pricing is? Sure. So, Operational Transfer Pricing fits in between the creation of the transfer pricing policies and the documentation that those transfer pricing policies were met. So, in the middle, you actually have to implement those transfer pricing policies into the financial statements. And so, that's where OTP comes in. And it involves not only the technology that's used, but also the people that are performing those calculations, the processes, the controls, everything that contributes to effectuating the transfer pricing policies into the financial statements. So it really is the coordination of people, process, and technology to ensure that transfer pricing policies are being implemented efficiently. Is that right? That's exactly right. So OTP can be challenging. One of the most common challenges is with technology and data. And the reason for this is that when you think about the financial systems of an organization, they're really meant to provide management with insight from a management perspective. And sometimes there's a difference in treatment between how the management views the business versus how we view the business from a transfer pricing perspective. So one example would be maybe you have an entity that the business views as a manufacturer. But maybe from a transfer pricing perspective, you see it as both a manufacturer and a distributor, or maybe even a manufacturer and a service provider. And when you think about how you're having to document the arm's length nature of the entity's results, that entity has multiple transfer pricing functions. Yeah, the differences in treatment, we've talked about all of these different changes in regulations. It seems like it's more important now than ever. Vesla, would you say that's true? Yeah, definitely. If you ask tax practitioners these days, how has their focus changed on a day-to-day -day basis? They would say that they're grappling with just a lot more change than before. And that change is coming both from the change in the tax rules, but also just the various pressures in the business environment. And these kind of changes require transfer pricing practitioners to source more and different data than before. And as we know, that data very much 
could be available, but it could be in a silo. It could be hard for a transfer pricing practitioner to, to know where to access the data and how to process and interpret the data. So overall, this now can be a very frustrating process. Because we're looking at segmented intercompany profit and loss statements, these are not things that companies necessarily are preparing in their normal course of business. And so, Chris, what you said at the beginning of these policies, and then you've got to implement them, then you've got to test them. Well, it sounds like as people are having to collect data from so many different places, by the time you've collected and tested, you may be too far along to do anything about it. Is that right? Yeah, and part of it is that transfer pricing compliance requirements have evolved significantly over the past few years. Now, chances are that tax authorities would be much more interested in seeing the segmented level profit and loss statement. And it takes some time and investigation to understand how do we obtain this data and how do we make sure that we can obtain this data every year in a consistent manner and that the way we process the data that it ultimately reconciles to the audited financial statements, because that's a big area of emphasis in today's post-BEPS environment. Also, from just a more forward-looking perspective, companies also need this kind of granular data to be able to understand where they have tax risks and work on mitigating them. We also know that public country-by-country reporting and we touched on country-by-country or C-by-C reporting in the previous episode, public country-by-country reporting will become a reality for a lot of multinationals that have operations in the European Union. And so the public will now have visibility into the company's global tax footprint. So that really adds to the importance of knowing your data and feeling confident that your data is accurate. So Vesla mentioned a few things about how the changing tax environment and the increased scrutiny on transfer pricing, things like BEPS 2.0, U.S. tax reform, country-by-country reporting, and having effective operational transfer pricing can help address some of the challenges that arise from that. So having effective OTP can help in meeting some of those new reporting requirements, like making your preparation of your C by C easier. Also, transfer pricing authorities are cracking down on large year-end adjustments. And so a lot of what you can do with operational transfer pricing is put the processes and technology in place to reduce those large year-end transfer pricing adjustments and really monitor your profitability and adjust during the year proactively so that you don't end up in a situation with a large year-end adjustment that gets disallowed. It also allows for alignment with customs valuation. Having effective OTP also helps with performing scenario planning analyses so that as these new regulations arise, you're able to proactively manage them and see how they'll affect your business and your transfer pricing and not have to be reactive to them. Yeah, if we look at the past two, three, four years, we see that multinational corporations have to significantly rethink their supply chains. We saw that we've had trade tariffs just a few years ago that were pretty disruptive to certain industries. Then a couple of years ago, we had the global pandemic hit and a lot of companies were trying to figure out how do we deal with our globally distributed supply chains that are very efficient, but maybe they're not as resilient as we want them to be in a time of pandemic disruption. And now with the current geopolitical situation, that problem is becoming even more 
acute because we're going to see that major sources of supply of critical semiconductor raw materials and energy commodities and food commodities are going to be significantly impacted by the Russia invasion of Ukraine. So with these kind of business pressures on supply chains, I think tax departments are being asked more and more to help business leaders assess what is the impact of let's say, moving a manufacturing facility from one jurisdiction to another. How do we model? How do we easily model the new transfer pricing flows, maybe new transfer pricing policies? How do we assess the new effective tax rates? How do we calculate potential exit taxes? These are very data-intensive exercises that require good grasp of a company's data down to the segment level. And, and it also requires just well-established data extraction and data transformation processes to be able to do this repeatedly and run scenario analysis. So thus far we've talked about what OTP is. It's clear that it matters. There's all sorts of triggers. So how do we actually implement this? So even before we talk about the OTP-specific technology, ideally you're addressing some of these challenges related to segmentation or forecasting and some of the other challenges with data when it comes to OTP. You're addressing them at the financial systems themselves before they even go downstream and hit the OTP process. Right now, a lot of companies are going through ERP upgrades or migrations, especially on the SAP and Oracle side, as they're being required to migrate to the cloud. And this is a great time for the tax and transfer pricing departments to have a seat at the table with those implementations and see if some of the challenges with data can be handled upstream as opposed to having to handle them downstream. Now, putting that aside, when we actually talk about the technologies that can address some of the OTP challenges that lots of companies face, we really categorize them into three types, custom-built solutions, vendor or out-of-box solutions, and then solutions that are more integrated with the underlying ERP or EPM systems. In terms of how they compare to each other, a custom solution can be great when you're using technology that maybe the company already licenses. So you're not having to incur additional license costs. You're also using resources and expertise that already exists with the company, but you're custom building a solution to specifically meet your OTP requirements. And so when you have complex calculations and a lot of complexity, it can be great to have a custom-built solution to exactly address what you need. But in some cases, your transfer pricing might fit in really nice with something that's already built. And so that's where a vendor solution might make more sense, where you're licensing a technology and you're configuring pre-built OTP functionality to meet your needs instead. And so rather than reinventing the wheel, you're licensing technology and it's a configuration exercise rather than build from scratch. When you think about the ERP or EPM integrated solutions, those can be really robust. They're directly linked into your financial systems, but they're usually larger implementations that require some specialized resources and require more support from IT. So when you're thinking about where do you fit in between the three options, you think about things like the budget, the timeline, the technology license costs, you're thinking about what IT support is available to help you both during and after the project. You're thinking about user experience, what your users will be comfortable with. You're thinking about flexibility, 
scalability. If we've just talked about how dynamic the tax environment is, and it can drive a lot of change to your transfer pricing. So you really need a technology that can keep up with those changes and not require a lot of subsequent development every time there's a change to either the underlying tax regulations or the company's transfer pricing. Yeah, and another thing to add here is that, as Chris mentioned, when we think about OTP, we really should think of transfer pricing and how it integrates within not only the tax function, but also the treasury function, the trade and customs function. And when we build a comprehensive OTP solution, we have to invite these other stakeholders and solicit input on how can the OTP solution also help integrate the transfer pricing outcomes into their own models and reporting modules. So Chris, do companies experience other benefits from deploying an OTP solution beyond just the ease of preparing required documentation? If you think of the transfer pricing policies that you set, those were set for a reason. And if you're not through poor operational transfer pricing, if you're not achieving those tax transfer pricing policies, you're not achieving the tax efficiency that you're looking for. So having effective OTP can help achieve those policies and actually have some hard tax savings. Also things like customs and indirect as well. So you're not having to go back and and revalue your imports for adjusted transfer prices. But if you take away the hard benefits for a second, a lot of companies are really seeing the benefits from things like a reduced amount of time to close or less time that their tax resources are spending on data wrangling and performing complex calculations and not leaving enough time to review or perform more value-added activities. Another common benefit is the reduction of risk. So in this era of increased scrutiny on your transfer pricing, being able to produce transparent and accurate calculations is more important than ever. So in addition to those hard tax savings, we also see a lot of benefit on the softer side in terms of reduced risk, less time being spent, and increased transparency. That could be a lot of time savings and saving of frustrations of people trying to hunt down information, analyze it, update it when something new comes in. So lots of benefits. This is so fascinating, and I think it's such a benefit to so many taxpayers. So where can people go to learn more about OTP? Yeah, so KPMG has an operational transfer pricing website that outlines some of the service offerings that we have. We've also added a list of case studies of some of the past work that we've done, so you can see the spectrum of projects that are out there and the benefits that have been provided from them. Also, check out an article that both Vasella and I were part of writing in Tax Notes International from the April issue. Excellent. Well, Chris, Vesla, thank you so much for going on this journey with us today. (laughs) I hope that more and more taxpayers with transfer pricing obligations will consider OTP. (laughs) It'd be much easier for people to stay on top of their transfer pricing once they've got a more integrated technological solution. (laughs) Thank you very much, Brittany. Thank you for having us. Thanks for joining me on this adventure in transfer pricing. See you next time.